0: Welcome, everybody, to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, our little film review series. Yes. Our, patrons only.
1: Our patron-exclusive film review bonus Thank episode. you, all patrons, as always. So, Molly's Game. Molly's Game. We saw this a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was went into this expecting it to get a lot of Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. It did not. Yeah, I same. Mean, I think it got, like, maybe one or two, like, minor ones, like screenplay, but no acting, no directing. And mm. I think that's a shame, because I, I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed this. I really did. I, now the
0: acting, to, the acting, in it didn't particularly stand out to me. I didn't finish the film thinking like, "Oh my God, that was the best acting I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. Like it will be a travesty if nobody gets nominated. Like they all did a good job. Yeah, but um, I, I don't think that it was necessarily anybody's career-defining moment.
1: I would agree. Sometimes I think the Oscars is really it really rewards capital letters acting. Mm-hmm. It's like people who do the most acting. Like because I agree, like Jessica Chastain who stars in this film, doesn't have a lot of big dramatic emotional scenes. But mm-hmm. I think as she creates a really good character, like we did our episode, we did an episode of this recently on The Post, maybe mm-hmm. minutes yeah. ago, maybe literally minutes ago. <laughs> um, and we talked about Meryl Streep there, how, how she obviously gets some, some very Meryl Oscar mm-hmm. buzz kind of moments where she gets to give a look into the camera and the music swells and she gives a big speech about, you know, justice and the free press and all that kind of stuff. And there's nothing like that here. This isn't that kind of film. But I think there's definitely something to be said for the way Jessica Chastain... I think for me, she definitely created a more compelling character. Mm -hmm. Someone who I was really with from start to finish. And I understood who that character was and what drove her emotionally and what her motivations were. And I was really convinced. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I... Actually, yeah, I was. I was... Yeah, I'd say,
0: comparing this to the post, I was more lost in the film and in what the characters were doing rather than thinking about...
1: Oh, it's Meryl Streep. Mm, exactly. That's the thing. That's I found with with the post. I'm not going to dwell on it. We talked about it, but there were a lot of scenes. Where I was like, "Oh, Meryl's acting now." Whereas mm-hmm. when watching this, I was never like, "Oh, Jessica Chastain's acting." I was like, "Oh, this character's amazing." I was, I was fully, really just like, "What's she going to do next Yeah.
0: But like all, sorry, I shouldn't say. But and all, and like all Aaron Sorkin films, there's not really much breathing room in this. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get a chance to go. You know, that was a really good scene. Well acted. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, you don't get that. You there was a lot of time to reflect in the post. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for anything interesting to happen oh, yeah. that scene 20 minutes ago was kind of cool wasn't it Ooh, <laughs> look at Meryl's necklace but
0: <laughs> but yeah so with this one it's it's just so fast paced so, so well scripted mm. and I think my favourite scene on it is one bit near the end where Jessica Trastein and Idris Elba are just both shouting at each other mm. but both of them are shouting just the most, uh, most well written script ever and I got really annoyed because I couldn't hear both sides of the conversation because they're talking over each other but it's done in such a good
1: way that is very Aaron yeah. Sorkin. It is, yeah. And I will say, like, Aaron Sorkin, obviously the direct writer of uh, stuff like the, the social, social network. network. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, the West Wing. Newsroom. The, yeah, he's somebody who people either love or they hate. You know, mm. he's a real Marmite. He's a real Marmite writer. And if you are a fan of his, absolutely go see this. because this is. And if you're not a fan of his, avoid this like the plague. Because <laughs> this is the most Aaron Sorkin thing you will ever see. It is. It is I didn't
0: it, actually realise it was him. And then suddenly... When it came up on the credits directed by Aaron Sorkin, I was like, oh, that explains
1: everything. I don't is, know why I didn't pick it up earlier, really. Yeah, it is very, very talky. But yeah. in a good way. Like Yeah, yeah. If if you like him. If you if you like that kind of thing, this is very well done. And all the actors have really rise to his dialogue and deliver it really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So just a very, very quick plot summary if you've not seen it. So Molly's game, it's based on the novel by the real life a real-life woman named Molly Bloom, who was a In her youth was a champion um, skier and then had an accident that took her out of her skiing career and then she launched a new career as a gambling mogul and she would run high stakes poker games for celebrities and millionaires and oligarchs and allegedly gangsters uh, in, was it New York or Mm. LA? Uh, it was somewhere then, then she moved
0: no it was New York yeah it was in New York and she sure. moved She moved around different parts of New York as the film goes on
1: sure so she's running these massively high stakes poker games and Hollywood stars are attending them and gangsters are attending them and all these rich people and high stakes gamblers are playing and, the, and she is yeah and then eventually she gets into some trouble with the law because she's broken some she's She's accused of breaking the law and winning illegal gambling games. Mm-hmm. And then the, she, Idris Elba plays her lawyer who takes on her case and defends her. And a lot of the film is basically her exp- telling her life story to Idris Elba. And we see it through flashback. Yeah. And then we also see the court scenes where she is then obviously defending herself or she is being defended by Idris Elba. And they're the main two characters. It's kind of a two-hander. Uh, Kevin Costner's also in it as her father who pops in and out. <sighs> who she has, a, he, she has a difficult relationship Could with him. But that's essentially it. It's, it's definitely a character story more than anything. And it's a sto- also is a gambling story. It's a real casino movie. Mm-hmm. And I love a casino movie. Oh, it's so fun. Especially mm.
0: especially when it's this fast-paced as well. Mm. It's so well... so it's, it's just so well played by everybody. Like, even all the supporting cast. Yes. They're all doing great jobs. Even people who are just supposed to be just sort of bumbling around not knowing how to play poker, but they're still, still yeah. doing
1: it. It does a really good job of introducing all of these different types of poker player. Mm-hmm. And... They're all really interesting. So you've got obviously one of my favorites by far was Michael Serra was one of my Sarah? favorites was Michael Serra, who is playing a Hollywood a Hollywood celebrity who is also a massive douchebag mm-hmm. who is also a bit, who plays poker because he's obviously got lots of money and he just takes pleasure in destroying people. Yeah. And apparently, allegedly, he's he's based on Tobey Maguire, which I found hilarious. <laughs> I love the idea that in real life, Tobey Maguire is this terrible monster. But, uh, yeah, so... Can you
0: imagine if uh, Tobey Maguire had actually... Played himself? Yeah. Yeah. He, he would but, never... But,
1: but as, like, Player X or whatever, whatever yeah, he's yeah. called. Yeah, he's never named in the film as Tobey Maguire. It's just mm. that, allegedly, that's what, you know, people, everyone says it's Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they've got that kind of obnoxious, like early teens you know spoiled celebrity poker player you've also got the guy what was his name the guy who was really crap who, who was super rich some name beginning with d like like Devin? desperate dan or something it wasn't desperate dan but it was something like that it was like dreadful danny or you know, yeah it was something illiterate but he had that this really super rich person who was terrible but just played because he liked the company it didn't matter to him that he was losing hundreds of thousands of dollars because <laughs> he could afford it you've got the old guy who's super good but is kind of quite but isn't part of that world. Mm-hmm. He's just someone who's very good at poker, has worked his way up, and then he ends up on a losing streak and ends up losing everything. So, and and racking really, up millions in debt yeah, or something. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was one that was really kind of... Not poignant. You don't see enough of the character that your heart exactly breaks for him. Mm. But that was really kind of gripping for me to see that kind of character who's just got in way over his head. And then... Mm. This is why I love gambling films, because... When they're winning, it's really thrilling because you hmm. see the high stakes and the payoff. And then when they're losing, it's like they're desperately trying to pull themselves back out again mm-hmm. in the spiral. It's just really, really interesting and visceral. Yeah. And then there's also Chris O'Dowd. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kind of playing a kind of a goofy gambler in many ways. It's weird, like he almost
0: doesn't play an Irish character. <laughs> <laughs> in the end, he plays American-Irish. It's,
1: it's unclear, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it had a really interesting cast of characters. Even though it's basically a two-hander with Idris Elba and Jessica Chastain, mm. I thought there was a really good supporting cast. Of, they were all very fleshed out and they were all they all felt very real. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are based on real people from the book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really enjoyed that a lot.
0: And it's book ended quite nicely with her uh, skiing career, which I really enjoyed the way they played that.
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. kind. I guess that was kind of a metaphor for the, again, high stakes kind of things or something. I don't know, but it was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was It was nicely done. It It's one of those films that it didn't... Even though it was over two hours, it didn't drag. It kind of it puts you straight in there at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it takes you straight out at the end. And it doesn't give you too many moments of just like dragging your feet and nothing's happening. It just tells a very specific story in a really interesting, fast-paced, mm-hmm. really well-paced way.
0: Now, unlike other films that we've watched, for example, The Post, which mm-hmm. <laughs> we keep bitching <laughs> about, <it. laughs> um, this one does a really good job of explaining everything that you need to know for the plot. True, like a brilliant job. So it's got the skiing stuff at the start where. You got Jessica Chastain doing a commentary over what's going on, and every every de- literally all the details you need to know, nothing more, nothing less. Mm. And so you understand what's going on, and you you feel all the thrills that you're supposed to. And then throughout the film, you get the same with poker, where she explains that she doesn't know poker, so she googles what this means, and this is what it means. And and then every now and then you'll get a, a big commentary scene of just like so he's got uh, he's got two pair and he's got a full, uh, full house, which is more than two pair, and just mm. stuff like that. Which, there's some I know about poker, but not a lot. I don't know there's people who know more and
1: less than me. Yeah. Um, Same. I'm not a poker player. Um,
0: but there was no point in this film where you're
1: lost. No. And the poker scenes were legitimately gripping because it did, do that. Did, as you say, it did a great job of explaining it. Mm. And it helped. Having the voice server did help. Like, voice servers can go away from me. Sometimes they're too intrusive. But in stuff mm. like this, in this kind of film where it's telling a very specific story, it's really helpful because it does... As you say, it keeps you on track with what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like the Post had, had, like director's commentary, like this is happening because of this, and this kind of feels this. It would have been easier for me to follow. So this.
0: That's why I think the post would have been a better film if it was written at least by somebody more like Aaron Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, because he does a lot of these backstage, like as you say, the newsroom and you Mm. know, backstage politics kind of films, and that would have been yeah. But that's another discussion. But yes, this 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 was very much in his wheelhouse, and it Mm. very well explained. So. Yeah, really, really like this a lot. And is that hit pretty much. Idris Elba always looks good in a suit. He does. He always fills that suit very nicely. You still, you still thinking Idris Elba for James Bond? Def, I mean, I just don't know why it hasn't happened. Mm. Apart from Daniel, Daniel Craig still in contract, in there, yeah. And I, I guess so many people have demanded it that it seems like a lack of. If, even when it happens, it will seem like oh, well, that's unimaginative. But he's mm. so perfect for it. Mm. He's he is the coolest motherfucker. Like, he's the coolest person currently working. I feel yeah. like. Definitely the coolest British person. And he's, he's British, which helps. Yeah, he
0: is British. And he was great. I liked It doesn't need to be British to play Bond, though. Has there been? Oh, no, there's been Dan- Australians. I think Daniel Craig is the first one to actually be English, at least. Oh, I guess true. the had Irish ones and mm.
1: Australians. Yes, fair enough. Um, but yes, no, Idris Elba was really... I mean, his character didn't have a lot to him. Mm-hmm. But he man- he managed to make it interesting mm. I, I i always warm to him whenever he's on screen so. yeah yeah he's, he's he's good fun he's a good chap yes yeah every, there were a lot of weak links i thought the kevin costner plot line was probably the weakest link for me
0: could have been taken right out yeah not to say that it was bad though
1: no the scene where she sat in the ice ice drink and he sits he appears out of nowhere and sits mm. down next to her and psychoanalyzes and says this this is why you are this way and mm. it was a little bit on the nose yeah yeah true that was the only bit i was like yeah but everything else was great mm-hmm. and yeah i just thought it was a really great I've said it before, a really strong role for Jessica Chastain mm. because it was very much, like it wasn't typical, like, there was not very little of her being victimised or abused. There was one particularly shocking scene which I won't spoil, but even that, it didn't feel too, it didn't feel too, like, manipulative. Mm. It happened, she got over, she kind of got over it, went on with her life, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. And, I just thought she, she would play this kind of quiet inner strength and intelligence, really. She's very good at playing intelligent people, I think. Yeah. So it, it made me... It really converted me to Jessica Chastain. I want to see her in more things now. Yeah. Yeah, same. Mm.
0: Cool. Maybe we'll start casting her in more things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She's going to become one of our
1: lazy go-tos now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so on the whole... Oh, um, okay, on the whole, Mark's out 10. Mark's out of 10. Um, or eight? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe nine? No, I'll give it an eight. Nine's like close to perfect. This was just very good. Sure. I'll go yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'll go,
0: I'll go with an eight for this.
1: Yeah, I'll give it an eight too. Mm. And quick one liner sequel oh, idea. God, what would it. you do for a sequel to this?
0: Um sequel to Molly's game. Oh, I'm trying to think of another game that's like poker, Blackjack? No, it's too it's too, it's too similar too similar. <laughs> Molly's Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's Twister Championships. Yes. Twister. Championship, so. yes. <laughs> Twister. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was the same. I want to see her like enter some other world. Maybe she gets back into skiing, or maybe yeah, maybe she just gets into more Molly's roulette or something. Well the roulette's kind of that's all chance, isn't it? There's not a lot of skill to roulette. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd um, like to see
0: somebody who starts off as an ultimate frisbee player instead of a skier. Oh, okay. And then goes into uh gambling with Rubik's
1: Cubes. Gambling with Rubik's cubes? I don't know. So you can do it fastest.
0: I'm I'm not a gambler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a casino full of people just like like coke dot millionaires just trying desperately to do a Rubik's well, cube. What's betting on seeing who, who can do it first? It's a race. I like people that, gamble at the races. I think we could. There we go. You probably, you the might, I bet you might hit on something there. We should set up our own like illegal Rubik's cube casino. You know, it doesn't need to be illegal. It's more fun if it's illegal. <laughs> As is everything. Um, yeah, sure. I like that. Or maybe the follow-up story, of because she's a real person, Molly Bloom, and I've, I've seen it in, being interviewed on Ellen on the, on the back of this film. Mm-hmm. So maybe the follow-up is just her entering the celebrity world. and. Yeah. Sure, I like it. Molly's after party. That yeah, works. Yeah. Cool. Sure. So, but on, yeah, on the whole, recommend it. Enjoyed it a lot. Mm. and yeah so any other thoughts on molly's game no that's all cool so we'll be back with our next episode on with another film review very shortly Mm -hmm. once again if you're listening to this that means you are one of our patreon supporters which we hugely appreciate so thank you very very much and don't forget to check out the main show every friday morning as well beyond the box set which continues so yeah thank you very much yeah until next week thank you bye bye